Hello and welcome to the SKY Coaching Podcast. This podcast is for people who are experiencing chronic fatigue syndrome and want to improve their quality of life, to regain their health and to feel like themselves again. I'm a chronic fatigue coach and I want to help you start taking action to live the life you want to live. I keep my podcast short, sweet and helpful as I know energy is limited when it comes to CFS. If at any point you are interested in my coaching service, you can find out more information at www.sunkissedyoga.co.uk. Hello everyone, welcome to this episode where I'm going to explain how you can increase your activity levels with chronic fatigue syndrome and I'm going to give you an awesome analogy on how it's quite similar to the idea of progressive overload in the gym, in a weightlifting sense, if anyone knows what that is. So this, for me, is where I went wrong and I know where a lot of people get stuck in their recovery. It's when they're trying to increase their activity. And every time they try and increase their activity, they experience a flare-up of symptoms and then get very anxious around increasing activity and therefore end up avoiding it altogether or they get stuck in the cycle of boom and bust where you increase your activity for a bit and then essentially pay for it in um, a flare-up of your symptoms. And of course, this isn't going to be feasible long-term. We need to be able to move and do the tasks we need to do in life without fear of these horrible symptoms and ideally do all the extra things that we want to do as well. And what an increase in activity looks like will be dependent on you as an individual. Some of you listening might be looking at being able to simply get out of bed and have a shower on your own, whereas others may be looking at trying to start working out again and including exercise back into their routine. It doesn't matter what stage of CFS recovery you're at right now, what I'm about to explain is still relevant to you. So when you're trying to increase your activity, there is one thing that will determine how well that goes. And that is your ability to respond well to your symptoms. The reason this is so important is because it's pretty much inevitable that you will experience symptoms when you increase your activity. That's to be expected. If you respond to those symptoms with a load of stress and anxiety and negative thought, that is what will make you worse and potentially head for a complete flare-up of symptoms. The fear and stress you have around your symptoms when they show up make them worse and deplete your immune system more and cause your already hypersensitive nervous system to go into its fight and flight mode which is even more draining of your energy and it just becomes a vicious cycle. So instead, you want to respond to your symptoms with a sense of calm acceptance. Now there still will be some fear and some level of anxiety because it's never nice to experience symptoms, you know, it's not ideal. But instead of letting the panic completely take over, Just know that these symptoms are here because your nervous system is trying to adjust to this new stimulus and it's normal to feel symptoms during what I call an adjustment period. 
and that can be very short <laughs> that can be very reassuring just that knowledge in and of itself um, and this new mindset will prevent you spiraling into panic and fear which as I've already said is really what we need to avoid if we're going to make progress so a good analogy <clears throat> a good analogy I like to use here is how weightlifting is similar to increasing activity with CFS so when you lift weights in the gym if you're trying to build muscle you have to progressively overload so every re every week when you go into the gym you add on a bit more weight and after each session you'll feel sore which isn't nice but it's necessary to getting stronger and training your muscles to deal with this new weight this new stimulus so with cfs we are progressively overloading our nervous system we are training it to deal with new stimulus and new activity and after each stimulus we will be a bit sore we'll have some symptoms but that's okay after a weightlifter has done a session i imagine he wouldn't panic and think he's going to die just because his muscles are a bit sore from overloading so you shouldn't either just because your nervous system is adjusting and causing a slight flare-up of symptoms, you could actually even view this as a kind of positive thing because it means your nervous system is retraining itself. And even though it's not comfortable, like I understand that, I've been through this myself, I know it's not nice um, to experience these symptoms. That's why I say you will still experience a little bit of anxiety. But the calmer you can stay, the better it's going to be. And equally... A weightlifter wouldn't expect to feel no pain when he's, you know, tearing his muscle fibres. Because this is necessary for growth of muscle. And it's not a bad thing. It's going to get him where he wants to be. And that's stronger muscles. So when we try and increase activity with CFS, it's likely that you're expecting and hoping to have no symptoms. But of course... This is setting yourself up for failure because you will always feel symptoms when you're increasing stimulus, when you're trying to recover from CFS. So just this knowledge, like knowing that it's normal to experience symptoms and you don't need to fear that, can be really reassuring and help get you where you need to be. Try and see them as a necessary part of this journey. Um, and I know, I know they're not nice, like I'm not saying you have to completely enjoy them and be really happy but just like when a muscle um what am I saying just like when a weightlifter has sore muscles he's kind of going through that to get him where he wants to be so I want you to have that kind of analogy of yourself so essentially what I'm saying is you really need to reframe the way you view your increase in activity whatever level of activity you're currently at so what you should get used to saying to yourself is every time I increase activity I will experience some level of symptoms it's how I respond to that that will determine how well I recover and while we're with the uh, the weightlifting analogy I also wanted to say that a weightlifter wouldn't go into the gym on their first ever session and try to lift ridiculously heavy weight right that would be stupid 
So why then do you feel like you have to do a million and one things every time you feel a little bit better? This is the classic cycle of, I call it boom and bust, um, that most people with CFS go through. Every time you feel temporarily better, so say you wake up and you feel a little bit better than you normally would, and you, you, try and make the, you try and make the most of that feeling by trying to fit in everything that you usually miss out on when you're not feeling well. And, you know, this is, it's understandable because you just want to carry on with your life um, and get stuff done while you're feeling well. I completely empathise with that. But I'm sure you know by now this will cause you to flare up and your symptoms to get worse. Just like a weightlifter would get a serious injury if he tried to lift super heavy weights all of a sudden, it's not a sustainable way to train and it's not going to get him closer to his goals and in our analogy, it's not going to get you closer to recovery. And all of this begins with understanding this cycle and then applying it to your unique situation. And if you're having coaching with me, I will help you do exactly that. But if you're listening, hopefully you can implement that for yourself. So in terms of when when to start increasing recovery, like when, sorry, not recovery. <laughs> we always wanted to do that. When to start increasing your activity. If you're in, if you're currently in the absolute depths of a crash and you're experiencing a lot of pain and a lot of symptoms, then that's the only time I wouldn't recommend increasing your activity. In those times, you actually just need to kind of hold on and remind yourself that this is going to pass. You're not going to die because CFS on its own can't kill you. And basically work on staying as calm as you can in that moment. But generally speaking, like aside from those times, we want to increase our ability to deal with activity or stimulus as soon as we can. Whether that is going to work or cooking or, you know, listening to music or doing some exercise, cleaning the house, whatever it is, we want to start working on it as soon as we can. We don't want to avoid these things forever because it's never going to make it easier. And actually, the longer you leave it, the harder it's probably going to get. And I don't mean that you should be increasing your activity all the time. But as soon as you can, just do a little something that is active for you, whether it's a shower, a walk, a workout or, um, you know, focusing on something like doing some work. And then after when you get your symptoms, practice what we've just gone over in this podcast. So stay as calm as you can. Remember that this is progressive overload. So it's normal and even healthy that you're feeling some symptoms right now. It means your nervous system is adjusting and you're going to come back from this stronger if you stay calm. In these times, it is important to rest and let your nervous system replenish. Because we know that you you can't be resting if you're stressing. I quite like that little phrase. You cannot be resting if you're stressing. If you're in your fight and flight mode of panic and fear, your body won't repair And your nervous system won't become more resilient because your body is putting all of its energy into preparing you for a fight, basically. This is why it's essential to respond well to our symptoms. 
because it gives us the absolute best chance at recovery and bouncing back stronger. So then once you've gone through this cycle, essentially, of increasing your activity, experiencing your symptoms, and then hopefully resting and restoring, then you will be able to try some more activity, maybe a little bit more than you did last time. And going through this cycle again and again is something that we work through in recovery. There isn't an exact time phase that you have to follow. It's very individual and you may find it is like a few weeks or a few months for some people. It doesn't really matter. It just matters that you're making progress because that's obviously better than where you are right now. Um, And remember, it's baby steps. Like small steps equals big wins, especially in recovery from CFS. So every time you increase activity or you try to increase activity, it could just be like a fractional amount or like the simplest of tasks. It's still a win. You don't have to do a cross-country marathon to have made progress. It's actually likely that will probably hinder your progress at the moment. Like I wouldn't recommend that. But, you know, it's important to really recognise the beauty in the small wins. And a lot of what I do with my clients is looking at reflection as well, because sometimes we can overlook the small the small wins. And that's where things like gratitude and reflection come in really helpful because it keeps you it keeps your momentum towards recovery and helps you see and acknowledge that you are making progress even if day to day week to week it doesn't feel like a lot over the course of a few months or like a year that is going to be huge and we don't always recognize that in the moment also when i say activity that could be physical but it could also be cognitive activity because both are equally taxing for the nervous system when you have CFS. So if you've had a day where you have had to use a bit more brain power than normal, for example, if you've had to do some work, then that could be your increase in activity for that day. And that might cause your symptoms to flare up. So just be aware of what an increase in activity is for you personally. I've given um, quite a few like general examples for the sake of this podcast, like the weightlifting thing. But for me personally, on my, my journey to recovery, I found physical activity easier than cognitive. When I tried and failed <laughs> to go back to university after my, my diagnosis of CFS, it was the listening and the learning and essentially thinking too hard, all the cognitive processes that would cause me awful brain fog and achy limbs, um, it would drain me and cause my symptoms to flare up more so than if I was to go for a walk or do some yoga. So I had to learn how to progressively overload that. Um, but either way, the same the same principles apply. Like everything we've just spoken to spoken through applies for increasing physical activity or cognitive activity. How you respond to your symptoms will determine how well you recover. If you take nothing else from this podcast, I hope that you can take that. 
As always, thank you so much for listening. If you feel like you could use some support and practical advice on how to recover from chronic fatigue syndrome, then I am always happy to have a chat. You can find me on Instagram at SKY underscore coaching underscore.